0: Living to your full potential. That's the second strategy to live your one life by. If you imagine your potential in any axis of life to be here and you're actually performing at this level, then that gap will actually define your level of happiness and it's your responsibility to actually fill this gap. Welcome to episode five of the One Life Theory Podcast. My name is Rajiv. In the last episode four, we talked about the first strategy to actually live your one life and that was to live a life without any regrets. The second strategy, which is in some level overlapping uh, with living with no regrets, but there's also some ways where it might actually contradict is to live your life to its full potential. And potential is a funny word because what is life is something that you have a particular view to it, but I can, over the course of all of these episodes, explain to you that, hey, the potential that you imagined is actually only a small part of it. The potential to life is actually much bigger than what you even imagined. And the potential in all aspects of life, while a lot of what I'm going to say probably in this episode holds specifically to your work aspect of life, but uh, this is around potential as a friend as a son or a daughter as a parent as a lover uh, potential towards your own health in terms of travel exploration it's all aspects of life what's your potential and the key there is you actually imagine that you could be a particular person at this particular point in time versus where you are actually in reality is going to define that gap is going to define how happy you are with life so how exactly do you go towards understanding what the potential is Now, again, there are multiple aspects, but for this episode, I'm going to focus on five questions that you can ask yourself to get to some understanding on what you believe is your potential. So let me start with the five questions to help you better understand your own potential. The first question, what are the words that you would love for your family or your friends to describe you in your eulogy? Assume you're in your your grave and uh, sorry to sound fatalistic, but you are basically hearing out what your friends and family are describing you. What are the words that you would want them to use? Great friend, a mentor, a coach, a workaholic, uh, a wanderlust, a great lover, uh, has a lot of PJs. It doesn't matter whatever it is. If you write down maybe the top 10, 15, 20 words that you want to be very strongly associated uh, through your life, you will start designing, defining a value system towards those points. So that's the first question you have to ask yourself. And again, this episode is more to give you a summary of what those five questions are, how you actually will use it. I'll come much later on in one of the later episodes on the eight step process. But that's the first question that you'll ask yourself. What's the words that you would want people to associate with you? Number one. Number two, what are the times in the past Uh, that you have been extremely passionate, right? And this could be, again, passionate in doing something where totally you're in the flow of doing something, right? And this could be at work, this could be on uh, on a personal front, this could be on doing a hobby, it can be on any of these fronts. But what are those times where you've completely forgotten what you're doing, that you're totally in the zone, in the flow of things, that you just didn't even realize time passed? And that's important for me personally, for example, there are times when probably I was in IM Bangalore or you know, when I was working on certain projects in Yahoo or Urban Ladder or uh, you know, uh, there are times when, when I'm traveling, I'm just completely, I forget myself, right? And uh, those are the zones that I would call out as things that I was really passionate about. The third question that you would ask yourself is, when were you really successful? And obviously there are some times when you're super passionate about something but you may not be really successful. There are some times that you're successful at something where you may not have as much passion and, you know, the combination of the two is great, but there are times when they're different. Uh, And I can go back to, you know, times across my work life, across different aspects uh, of my personal life, where I certainly was reasonably successful. And uh, those are the times that are also important because that also tells you something about maybe what your strength areas are, right? So again, I'll reiterate till now. First is the words that you would use uh, you would want others to use in your eulogy. Second is the times when you were super passionate in the last uh, maybe 10, 15 years of your life. Uh, and the third is when you have been successful. Of course, so people just starting out in their adult life in their twenties. Maybe there aren't too many answers to this, uh, but this question is probably far more applicable for people in their thirties and forties where you have probably lived 10, 15 years of your adult life and you have some more answers to these. The fourth question that you would ask yourself, who are your top role models? And these are role models in the public sphere. These are role models from your own immediate network. But these are people that you actually look up to for a very specific reason. Uh, Personally, for example, I have two or three very distinct sets of role models. One is all the entrepreneurs, right? And I've been following people like Bill Gates and Steve Jobs, the usual suspects, from very early on, probably the first time I touched a computer, which was maybe 1994, uh, you know, 25 years back. And, uh, you know, Mark Zuckerberg or Steve Jobs, you know, these have been all role models. They're entrepreneurial energy. And I think I have watched the movie, The Social Network probably 20 times or so. And uh, it just gets to you in terms of as a motivation continuously in terms of what you want to be doing. The second set of uh, you know examples for me as motivation is all the people who deal with happiness, who uh, you know who actually have energy to spread happiness in whatever way or form that they do. Right? It could be you know uh, Ellen DeGeneres in Generation, show. It could be Oprah Winfrey. Uh, it could be Jay Shetty. It could be Nas Daily. It could be a lot of people who are using their creative pursuits to actually spread happiness. Uh, The third set of people would actually be people who are in my immediate friends' network, maybe, uh, you know, maybe uh, my ex-managers and people who have been extremely calm around whatever uh, has happened, right? People who have not shown too much angst in however the world is treating them. People have been calm in the face of, uh, you know, a lot of struggle and stuff. And these are three big sets. Of course, above all, there exists uh, exists my Astana guru, who is uh, Nawal Ravikant. Uh, but uh, these are actually important for you to understand what of those people that you want to role model. And that sort of falls against quietly back into understanding your own potential, right? The last question that you have to ask yourself is, hey, what are the top two, three things that are stopping you from achieving your potential? Because unless you understand where your weak points are, where you're actually continuously failing, you'll never be able to uh, go towards your potential. And uh, these could be, you know, things like laziness and, you know, boredom at a very foundational level. Or it could be decision-making ability, analysis paralysis. You're just forever figuring out what next. And I can tell you, I have been on all of these zones even as late as in the last few months. So, you are never out of all this irrespective of what you have done in life, irrespective of what life looks ahead. So, I'm going to reiterate these five questions that you can ask. And I'm going to leave it at that because I'm not going to sort of uh, get into the details of how to use all this in this episode. The five questions are again, what are the words that you would want people to use in your eulogy? Uh, What are the times that you've been passionate? What are the times you've been successful? Who are the top role models? And what are the things that are stopping you from achieving your potential? Now, as I said, these are two strategies. One is the one that I covered in the last episode on no regrets. One is the one I covered in this episode on understanding what your true potential is. And there are times when the two might conflict, right? You may need to make a decision. You may, you know, for example, no regrets might mean you want to travel the world, uh, but uh, achieving your full potential means you have to slog out 80 hours to do your startup. So obviously there are times when this will be a conflict. No regrets means you may want to spend time with your kid, but, uh, you know, your full potential might be that you have to uh, figure out a sales meeting. So these are the times where you'll have to make sure that you prioritize and you allocate time well enough to make sure that you balance out. And at the same time you have to make decisions for the next three four five years it's not to say that for example you want to travel the world maybe take a three six month break travel and get back and do your stuff you want to run a startup allocate the next five six years and do that with full focus and then maybe take the break uh, obviously you can't have it all at the same time and it becomes very difficult because obviously there's only so much time in the day there's so much time in the week and the month and you can't do injustice to any of it so i'm not going to again dive into how to balance out these relative priorities but be cognizant that there will be times when there will be differences between the first strategy and the second strategy when the two merge it's phenomenal it's fantastic uh, and your decision is pretty easy but when the two have some kind of a clash you'll have to use other skills prioritization uh, for different aspects and you always look at life in three five year chunks right you're not like signing off everything for the next 15 20 years uh, because no one can predict beyond that so i'm going to leave you at that and in episode number six, which is the next episode tomorrow, I'm going to actually give you a very nice framework. I call it the EC framework. It's not E-A-S-Y. It's E-C-E framework, which is going to talk about far more of the tactics on how you live life. These are the two strategies. And the next one is far more around, hey, how are you going to actually look at all the different options? So until then, uh, see you tomorrow.